The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, the first, uh, one of the first teachings the Buddha gave, or maybe the first teaching, according to the you know, what happened and got written down over time is the teaching on the Four Noble Truths. And the first Noble Truth is that there is this dukkha, there's this discontent, this, you know, reaction to life that's unpleasant. And the second Noble Truth is, the, you know, there's a cause for that, that unpleasantness, that difficulty, the stress, and that cause is wanting things different. Um, there's the Buddha essentially said, uh, "Not getting what you want and getting what you don't want is the cause of dukkha." Right? Dukkha is not getting what you want and getting what you don't want. And then um, this craving. You know, wanting things different just can amplify and sustain and kind of constantly create more and more dukkha, bummers, more bummers. So I wonder if anyone would be willing to share anything you wanted or didn't want during your meditation. Just to let us hear some examples of what might have been happening inside of each other. I know I didn't really want the neighbor to be so unhappy about the car (laughs) parked in his driveway. Okay. There's a couple mics on the floor. Kyla, one's right behind you if you don't mind picking it up. Anybody have any body pain they wish they didn't feel? Ah, would you be willing to say what? Oh, is the volume? Yeah, okay. 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 Yeah, like that. Perfect. <laughs> um, so I work at a laptop all day in a desk and I have a very bad habit of sitting like this I think Mm. (laughs) unconsciously and so I have some pretty big pain in my upper back here Mm -hmm. and you noticed it during your meditation and we're wishing it wasn't there Yeah. thank you for sharing Uh, for me there is the expectation of what the meditation should be like Ah. And today's meditation wasn't as peaceful as I expected it to be. So, wanting it more peaceful. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Getting what you didn't want, <laughs> not getting enough of what you wanted. Thank you. Anybody else? Just talk into it like it's an ice cream cone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh no, same thing was happening to me. I was leaning over like this. And- 
realizing it was hurting my back because I was kind of falling asleep, mm-hmm. kind of dreaming, not really falling asleep, mm-hmm. but doesn't do any good for the back. No. And up, so up, stand straight, shoulders back. Yeah. Yeah. And did you, did it keep happening? So you kept being like, oh, I wanted this to no, go. No, no. I realized that I realized that it was definitely hurting. So I sat up and changed my position in the chair. That's all. And then that okay. Great. Maybe I need a wall behind me. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I need a wall behind me. No, no, it's not the case. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> but this is what you just said is kind of beautiful. It's like this constant needing to figure out life. I got to figure it out. I got to adjust it. Oh, I was too hot for a bit in the meditation. I'm like, <gasps> I want to take off my sweater. I want to take off my socks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. So, as she said, the meditation today was really peaceful and nice, and it was a bummer that I parked my car there. Sorry, everyone. I apologize. But I was like, why? It was so peaceful and nice, and I wanted to stay longer. But Yeah. No, no. He was so nice about that. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's a nice neighbor. No. You need to just very yeah. Don't park yeah. Not in the parking lot across the that way. Yeah. Don't park there. They'll tow you. Yeah. Yeah. Great. We got another one. That's so great. Look at all this. Not wanting and wanting. Thank you for sharing. Please. Let's hear it. It helps. It helps to know we're not alone. Um, I have a question. Okay. Um, So, was the instruction? For the meditation to notice uh, a dukkha and then like soften around it, like like once you notice it, what do you do with it? I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, dukkha is to be to be recognized and then welcomed, right? Because it's a mess. If we if we relate to it like it's a messenger. If we relate to it like it's it's really our friend, <laughs> it's it might be an annoying friend sometimes because it's pointing to what you know isn't what we don't want essentially. But it's there to help us recognize that we are wanting and not wanting. And so, if we can stop the wanting and not wanting. So we can recognize it and just relax around it. We, we, then we're not adding more dukkha to the dukkha. So here's an example. So, you know, I talked about this last week, but, you know, when you're driving down Highway 1, there's these rumble strips on the side of the road. Ever, ever driven, on, driven on them? You know, it's really bouncy and loud, Right? What happens to you when you hit those? What do you have? Anybody have a reaction to that that you could share? I see a pulling back, like a breath coming in. Yeah. And um, then, you know, it could be the next thought is, oh my God, I can't believe I was so mindless and that, that I drove over those. What's wrong with me? I'm not paying attention. Which So the first reaction is the, ah, right? That's already not wanting, not liking. The second reaction is, why am I? It's another not liking, not wanting, right? 
And then the third reaction might be, Caltrain really messed up. They did not, that is unnecessary to make that kind of thing. They should have soft, gentle bells that ring when I start to go off the road. They should not make it so miserable for me. I'm going to call them and make a complaint. So we've got the experience, which the, really the rumble strips are like life, right? Like things happen in life. But then we have a reaction to them, which is, ah! And then, uh, what's wrong with me, which is a reaction to the reaction to the thing that happened, and then another one, right? We start blaming. So we can just keep going on and on and on. And it just, or just, you ever, you know, when you meet somebody and they miss the bus or they got, you know, and they just can't settle down. You're supposed to have lunch. And they're just so wound up because of something that happened that they keep thinking about and they're so upset about. That's all dukkha, right? This not wanting. This is really the cause of dukkha, right? This not liking, not wanting. This railing, the blaming. Wanting things to be different than the way they were. Causes all this stress. That makes sense. So the idea is the noticing of the thing that you, I didn't want, and then rather than adding dukkha, like judging myself or blaming, I just let it be. And then and you soften. stop. That's right. Then you stop the clinging. You stop the wanting it to be different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then maybe okay. there's still something there that's uncomfortable or unpleasant, but we're, we're not adding. We're not adding. Yeah. Was there any other wanting and not wanting that happened that anyone wants to share? Tracy? So I kept thinking about... Uh, Spreadsheets. My mind would not stop <laughs> thinking about spreadsheets. And I started to get upset with myself because I couldn't stop thinking about them. Then I said, this isn't good. Um, you can think about spreadsheets tomorrow. <laughs> That's plenty, you know, that, that deal with them again tomorrow. And I started to say to myself, breathe in. Breathe out, one. Breathe in, breathe out, two. That was the only way I could make myself stop thinking about the spreadsheets and stop getting upset with myself because I couldn't stop thinking Mm -hmm. about them. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that, Tracy. Yeah, so sometimes we have thoughts we don't want to have, and they can be intrusive and pesky and persistent and... And so it sounds like you recognized you were in a battle and you were losing. And so you just shifted your awareness to something else that was a concentration. So you couldn't quite soften around it, but you could help your mind sort of let go in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.
There's, it's really, let's see if I have this. Um, yeah, the, another way to put it is um, the cause of suffering is the mind's struggle in response to challenge. You know, the mind's struggling right, in re- response. The challenge could be something, wanting something pleasant even, Right. Gregory Kramer is a teacher, current day teacher, and um, he created Insight Dialogue, which is a practice of mindfulness out loud. And and he adds the word, you know, there's this tanha is the the Pali word for clinging, right? Grasping, wanting, not wanting. And he adds the word addiction to describe it. And there's a quality to, if you start to watch, <laughs> there's a quality to this way of wanting and not wanting and wanting a better and a little bit more and a little over, a little here, oh, scratch there. No, no, a little higher, you know, this constant sort of just a little bit more, a little bit different, a little softer, no, a little harder, you know, just this constant way that we can be in our lives of just, just this relentlessness to it that can feel very much like an addiction. And essentially, the, the, in the Buddha's teaching, he talked about kind of breaking down cravings. There's three kinds of cravings. And this can help us also start to recognize where we're clinging, craving, addicting. <laughs> and so one is for sense pleasure like oh that best that ice cream the best ice cream or the the ocean or i want to go to hawaii right now why can't i go to hawaii you know or i wanted to go to maui and now they had the fire and you know i didn't ever get to go to that place you know there's just sort of this this pleasure that we're wanting and and the not wanting of pain or unpleasantness that's connected to that. Another type of craving is the craving for wanting to become or for being, sort of like, I want to be the person that got promoted. I want to be the person that that person, you know, likes. I want to be their best friend. I want to become that person. Anybody here want to become anybody, something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody else, no. <laughs> yeah, there's just, you know, and, and of course, this is, to some extent, we need to want to become things in our lives, or we wouldn't go to school, and we wouldn't work hard at our jobs and all of this, but... You know, when we really cling to something, when we really think we should get this job or that promotion, wow, can we suffer, right? Wow, can we suffer. It's painful, really painful, because it's like, often it can be like, then that means I'm worthless or I'm not seen or I'm not valued and Oh my gosh, it's, that's so painful. The opposite of that, then, 
you know, there's this wanting to be, and then there's a, a the other, the third kind is of not wanting to be. I don't want to be the person with this, you know, problem. I don't want to be the person with an ingrowed toenail. You know, I don't want to be here. I don't want to have this feeling. I don't want to, you know, I just, I don't want to be. So these are kind of three groups of um, types of craving that can come up. So, you know, like, I want to be the meditator having a great meditation. I don't want to be the meditator that's having a bad meditation. (laughs) I want the pleasure of a good meditation. So there's the, I want this good, peaceful meditation and that feeling. And then there's, oh, I want to be that meditator that's like going for enlightenment, you know. So there can be both, right, happening. Yeah. An area that's really can be very painful is in relationship, in interpersonal kind of wanting to become and be seen by somebody, wanting validation, wanting to be loved a certain kind of way, right? This is an area that's, we don't necessarily, we're not thinking about I want to become the boss, but I want to become the person that is the object of this person's admiration or love or care or friendship or attention, you know, or inspiration, whatever it is. And that's that interpersonal realm is uh, a place of a lot of suffering for a lot of people. Anybody here ever feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. And then the idea in terms of interpersonal where we're maybe um, have this craving to not be, that maybe looks like social anxiety. Right? Where we're afraid to be in a group or a crowd or maybe it's... um, you know, just feeling inadequate, small, unworthy, self self hatred. Those are that's a, those are forms of this craving of you know for not wanting to be. That's really painful, right? Oh, owie, owie. Yeah. So somebody might be, look at me, I'm really special, wanting to become. And somebody else might be, please don't look at me. Don't look at me. I'm going to hide over here, right? And it's, it's both. It's tanha. It's craving. Right? Both ways it's painful. Both, both places it's, you know, a cause of suffering. So, Shannon, right? Sharon? Sharon. Sharon, you're asking, what do we do with this, you know? So a lot of it is about relaxing, softening, and letting go. 
And um, and I talked about like noticing where you're tensing up in your meditation. And there's often a lot of tension in in any form of you know grasping. You you can even maybe notice it like um, very subtle ways when you like are going to get your favorite dessert and you can start to feel yourself leaning forward and getting impatient, you know. So when we can kind of be curious and notice that leaning forward, that that pulling, that wanting or the pushing away. Oh, oh look. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay, I can see my mind is, I like to think, my mind's getting ahead of my body here, right? My mind is getting ahead of my body, or dragging behind my body, and let me just stop and pause and breathe and notice what it's like to be here right now. Just relax a bit, and all of that tension can just drain away, drain away. Gil, Gil, I have a quote from Gil. If we can stop and see and, and, uh, and really take in the present moment, he says, the experience of stopping and being aware in the present moment can be exquisite. I love that word, exquisite. To be where we are with nowhere else we need to go to feel peaceful and fulfilled without any need to achieve a particular identity or recognition from others, or to stop our attempts to get what we want and to feel instead of just feel complete, at ease, happy. That is exquisite. Even if it only lasts a second or a minute, it is exquisite. And we can remember it, and we can always stop again, pause again, and relax and soften and tune in to the present moment. Tune in. Use your senses. You know, feel your soft pants. You know, stretch your body or breathe or look at the moon. Wow, just in a second you can be transformed, right? Notice a bird. Just bringing our awareness into something that's happening right here can be so helpful. When we're not really sure, we can ask ourselves just, what do I want to be different? Like just, what is it I want to be different right now? What do I think needs to be other than than the way it is? You know, you might have an answer come up if you're not quite sure. You can feel the, dis- the tension. And I think one of the things that really helps is noticing the, the pain of really grabbing hold. There's, you know, there's the wanting and then there's this really grabbing hold. And it's like serious rope burn. Like if you're on the ski slopes and you grab the the rope and you hold on too tight, oh my gosh, right? Disaster. 
you know, no, imagine no gloves, you know, just that clinging, that really holding on, really painful. So noticing that, that this wanting leads to that and that that's painful, kind of memorizing it. We start to learn the same way that we learn that touching a hot stove will burn us. There's a way that the system starts to put the pieces together and we might start that craving, but before we grasp, we go, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 thank you. Ouch. I don't want the ouch. So I'll end my talk before we go into small groups with a poem. This is a a poem by a woman named Rosemary Traumer, and it's called Staying Alive, Staying Alive. And the beginning is, um, she's clearly at a a party, and, um, and she's kind of relay a conversation that she's having with someone. You say it straight, he says. We're standing in the middle of a party, surrounded by curly wigs and sequin pants, and the village people spell again into the air, as a doctor, wearing bell-bottoms, tells me how he shares bad news. First the diagnosis, the symptoms and tests that suggest it, then how much life might be left, then ideas for what steps come next. And there, in my white go-go boots, I think, this is how I want to love life. Want to love it straight up. Not only when it's beautiful, not only when I'm laughing. I want to love life when I'm face-to-face with what what can't be fixed. Want to love it even as I see this is how it might end. Want to love it as I take the steps to do what can be done, knowing it won't change the end of the story. I want to love life as if it matters, to know what's at stake, and if it matters, what I do next. Make sense? Yeah, I see heads nodding. Okay, so are you re- we ready to connect with others in the Sangha here? We'll do small groups. Um, you prefer groups of three or five or four? What do you think? Hands up, any preference, smaller or bigger tonight? I think there's maybe, are you going to join? That'd be great. Well, I think there's 16. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So let's do groups of four. Let's do four groups of four. Um, go ahead and find just, you know, three other beautiful bodies and make a little circle and just start by introducing yourselves and saying maybe a few words about your experience coming to IMC or with meditation and just make it short. I'll, I'll ring the bell shortly to pause you if you haven't finished the introductions and give you a, a prompt for your discussion.
So just a pause. You can continue with what you're saying in a second. But I, um, I just want to give you um, an invitation for what you might explore together. Um, so I'd like you to think about the difference between when you're wanting something, when you're craving or clinging, you know, clinging, and what that feels like. And what it feels like when you let go and you allow things to be the way they are. Sort of just really kind of sharing with each other experiences that help you get clear and for yourself and maybe help somebody else get clear of what it feels like in the body um, to cling, to crave, to want, you know. And there can be the subtle, subtle ways and the more extreme ways. And so you might just share examples and you think about those three ways around sense pleasure, wanting to feel pleasant or eat something pleasant or, you know, or not wanting unpleasant feelings, right, experiences. So something in the sense realms, something around becoming, wanting to be the one that's loved and cared for, right, for example, or the boss or whatever, and examples of not wanting to be someone, so the avoiding, hiding, and shrinking. So between the the four of you and your groups, if, you know, you can just sort of go around the circle and maybe each person share one small example and of what an experience you've had, and maybe you need help and you want other people to chime in, and that's fine too, Um just kind of keeping the the movement going, so there's you don't any no one person gets caught in talking for too long, so that everybody has a chance to contribute. Does that work for you? Great, go for it and enjoy. I would say the biggest takeaway I got from tonight was um, from your talk when you made the parallel between us. Like the dukkha happens, and then we judge ourselves, and then we blame the others, and then we it keeps us up at night, and then it keeps you know we're creating more and more dukkha for ourselves. You made the parallel with more and more dukkha, which is painful for ourselves. You made the parallel with us touching the hot stove, and it just made me think, well. Of course, if it's hot, I'm not going to cause that pain uh, intentionally or purposely because I know it will hurt. And I can apply that to when something bad happens and I start adding more layers of dukkha, I can say, oh, well, of course I'm not going to keep going down that path of adding more dukkha mentally because I know it will hurt. Yeah. And to pull back. And I loved your body language. You were like, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to let my mind go down that train of dukkha and pain. That's going to be painful for myself. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. How do you do that? How do you pull back? Yeah. How do you pull back the mind? I guess just breathing and accepting. Well, you, it's like it can happen just like you pull away from the stove. Yeah. The body knows. There's something deep the mind has learned and the body responds. Oh, the letting go just happens with the wisdom present. Okay. Yeah. It's like I know better. Exactly. Exactly. 
Mm, and we, you know, we have to grow it. Okay. <laughs> we have to grow the wisdom and help ourselves remember. Like, there's the short-term pleasure that can overrule the long-term pain. But if we help ourselves think about, and if I do that, I'm going to feel this. And if I do that, I'm going to do that. I'm going to feel this. And I'm gonna, you play the tape out. It can also help, too. And you go, oh, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> yeah. And that we can get addicted to that. Absolutely. The, like the hormones of cortisol and such, like yeah, addiction. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's the, um, you know, um, it's, uh, what's it called? Dopamine that just, you know, there's a book called The Dopamine Nation. <laughs> You know, it's this driving to try and get, get, get. And it can get misplaced, you know, in not not helpful ways. So what's really, really helpful is to always be asking ourselves, is this serving or harming myself or others? Is this serving or harming myself or others? Thank you. Thank you so much. Anyone else willing to share what you learned? Great. Yeah. Thanks, Lauren. I'm waiting for the magic green light. Great. Perfect. Okay. Um, a strategy that Annie shared actually was just as we notice the thoughts and emotions, Yeah. being able to acknowledge you belong. Mm. Because there can be such a defensiveness against right. our reaction that just like, using the breath to make more and more space and say this is part of my experience. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And and the other thing that the, the oven metaphor was making me think of is the the game I watch my mind play where it says, oh, maybe the oven's changed. <laughs> maybe it won't hurt this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, it's the same oven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, so I'll um, just really appreciate, I I heard little snippets, so I know there was a tremendous amount of wisdom and reflection happening in the space, so really uh, appreciate um, getting to witness it, if not hear it all. Um, So I'll end with a quote by Gil. In Buddhist shorthand, addictions, compulsions, obsessions, and attachments are referred to as clinging or craving. When the contraction of clinging is pervasive, it leads to stress, which makes us vulnerable to such human instincts as fear, aggression, and greed. When these qualities are activated, it can be easy to behave in ways that further harm ourselves or others. Buddhism emphasizes that craving is a condition for further craving and that the intentions to harm tend to motivate more of the same. So we must ask ourselves, is this serving or harming? Is this serving or harming? And be able to think beyond the instant moment, the instant gratification, the next you know, scroll on the phone. And to know you can feel the want and still let go. You can be caught in it and still let go. So may we, may we all be free from that energy that drives us 
to do things that cause harm, subtle or more severe to ourselves or others. And as we get more free, may we then free others from the harm we would have caused them and they free themselves and free somebody else until everyone all over the world, every part of the world, every part of the ocean and the forest, may we all be free from addictions, compulsions, obsessions, attachments, clinging and craving. Thank you.